Welcome to Real Food, Real Conversations with Sophia DeSantis, where we focus on finding our happy balance between salad and fries. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode five of the Real Food, Real Conversations podcast with me, Sophia DeSantis. I am so excited to have you here. Um, Today we are going to be talking about extremes. And this is kind of a hot topic. Last um, episode we talked a little bit about that line between health and obsession and how it really is kind of a fine line. And it's important that we recognize within ourselves when what we're trying to do for our own health can actually counteract that and become an obsession. And when it's an obsession, it's actually the opposite of healthy. So today we're going to talk about the extremes and, in my opinion, how to avoid them. I am going to preface this by saying that in this episode, I do not mean to um, talk badly about anyone at any side of this conversation. I am mostly talking about my experience, my opinions, how I have felt, and just because I felt something does not mean that everyone will feel the same way. And it also doesn't mean that um, when I'm talking about I felt this way, that it was anybody's fault. It was more I was in the wrong place. And when I finally discovered the right place for me, I realized that the wrong place was not doing me any good. So let's get started. Extremes. This is a, a touchy subject, as I said. Um, to me, an extreme is a side of something, whatever it is, whether it's eating or exercise or um, building something or work or home life or TV or no TV or whatever. Um, it's something that is an all or nothing. Um, it's every little thing about it has to fit into a box and there's no room for fluidity. That's what I mean by extreme. So back when I started my journey into um, plant-based vegan food creation, I knew nothing about the online world. I had a Facebook account um, and an Instagram account, personal one, for my friends and family. Um, I still have those for my friends and family. Um, I do not friend very many people. Um, It's kind of reserved for those people that I grew up with. I have family in Greece because I am, you know, 100% Greek, first generation. So a lot of my family's gone. Um, my family in Northern California. Um, I have friends all over the United States, good friends that, you know, are on there. But it's not really, I don't really add a lot of very new people until I feel super comfortable. Mostly because I had uh, some bad experiences with um, in trying to include people and not hurt people's feelings. And they actually backfired on me. And I realized that I needed to start being more um, protective because there's a lot of extremes out there. And my first journey into vegan plant-based food creation, when I finally uh, created a blog and decided that this was going to be something I'm going to do, now that little blog has turned into an actual website. I don't necessarily like to call it a blog because I feel like it's so much more. Um, But when I first started, I didn't really realize how extreme the vegan world can be. 
And I've said this a million times. We are very balanced. We have found a happy middle ground. Um, We aren't vegan because we um, choose to find balance in things. And veganism is a very all or nothing thing in the sense that that community has created very all or nothing, which is fine if that's what you want. Um, And that's what you can do. But for us, having a high stress and anxiety type personality and having a tendency to fall into anxiety easily, that community in that world was not for me. Um, I felt very um, pressured when I first started. I felt like I didn't belong, um, mostly because I was having a lot of internal struggles and a lot of internal anxiety with it all. Um, I don't do well with all or nothing things. I never have. I am more of a middle ground fluidity type person, and I had a lot of anxiety, a lot of mental health things that I had to take care of as um, I went through life up until about a couple years ago, I'll be honest. Um, and part of that was that I just, I my, the way I have been created and the way that I choose to move through life is to listen to my body and listen to my feelings. And when something doesn't sit right with me, I need to be okay finding another option. And that to me is that balance of stress in life. So with vegan, people in the vegan world are very much all or nothing because that's what they believe in. They believe in very strongly um, about veganism in um, food, in clothing, in everything. And part of that, I believe, is that a lot of people that choose to be in that community are doing it for a different reason than I am. And we started our plant-based journey, and I call it plant-based or vegan food journey, um, for health reasons. And the health reasons that we started it were for the health of my husband, who had some heart issues. And his cardiologist, his doctor, recommended that we try um, dealing with some of these issues through diet change. And I've said this in another episode, but within three months, he was off all of his medication. This was something done very closely with his doctor. Um, We didn't just stop his medication. He went in every month to um, be assessed and whatnot. And, And after three months, he didn't need that medication anymore. And it was amazing. But our why, which is a hundred percent something every single person needs when they're making a decision to do something is why are you doing it? If you don't have that why, you don't have a clear end picture. You don't have a clear vision as to what your goal is. Why do you want to do this? And for us, our clear vision was health. And what we found is that when we first started, this feeling of all or nothing brought us a lot of anxiety and stress. And When you are living in a constant state of stress, your internal environment is being attacked by cortisol, by um, stress hormones, and that does not lead to a healthy body. It doesn't because your mind is part of your body. So when we learned to take a step back and find some balance in our journey, that is when we found our optimal overall health. And by health, I mean healthy body, healthy mind. And I've said this before, but I truly believe that sometimes 
you need to make decisions with your body and mind. And sometimes you need to make decisions with your, with your mind in mind. Um, and that balance right there is ultimate and true health in my opinion. So I started, um, researching a lot about, you know, this middle ground and I found that, um, people got really angry. Um, (laughs) I felt very bullied, um, by people that didn't agree with me in this world, um, in this, you know, vegan world. And, um, it was very attacking. And I'll be honest, I, I don't do attacking. I don't do the passive aggressive or even the fully aggressive type of thing. And it's just not for me. And so I started to remove myself very slowly um, from being associated with that. And um, I started really trying to communicate to my audience that there is a place of balance. And even if you don't believe there is, um, you're not the police. You aren't the food police. You aren't the online world police. And people can do what they want. Um, I am very open about my balance. We, I create vegan food. I create plant-based food. We eat mostly plant-based. That's kind of where we're at. Um, we don't like to worry too much about things, especially when we're, um, out of our home and and enjoying a meal at a restaurant, which we can't do right now because we're in the middle of a, a global pandemic still. Um, but in general, we go out to eat to be um, less stressed. And when we have to always worry about something, it brings us stress. And so we choose not to. I want my kids to grow up with a very healthy relationship with food. And personally, in my opinion, I don't believe restricting them creates a healthy balance. I They ate what, what we ate up until um, they were old enough to express opinions. And now when we go out, we allow them to try whatever they want. Um, we allow them to try meat. We allow them to try dairy. We allow them to do whatever because we want them to understand that the place we come from is for health because of dad. And my husband's health issues are very genetic. Um, other people in his family have them. And he is one of the people that has completely helped his genetic issues. And most likely one, one, if not all of our kids has it. So what we're trying to instill as our kids is what you feel like and how good you feel eating a certain way. And when you um, eat too much of something that isn't healthy for you, for you personally, maybe for other people, it doesn't make as much of a difference. Um, you feel yucky. And so, and I'm saying yucky because I'm talking to my kids right now. <laughs> um, And so we want them to feel that, but we want them to personally have an internal feeling of that. We don't want to tell them. We want them to feel it themselves. And to be honest, there are things um, that our kids have tried that they're like, yuck, I don't like that. And they make the choice now on their own not to partake in that. So this is what I'm trying to instill in them because you guys, when they become adults, they're going to make their own decisions and you can only do what you can do. You can't force something on a, a, a person in general. So this is kind of our attitude and we found this happy um, middle ground and I have had so many people flock and tell me how great it is that I've given them permission to want to eat plant-based, to want to eat vegan food, but not to feel like they have to commit to this box. And this may not, this may rub a lot of people the wrong way, but you guys, this is a lot of a lot of people feel this way. And I have friends that um, have told me their experience very similar to mine. And they've shied away from the whole vegan plant-based movement altogether. Um, 
because honestly, it's a little bullying. I mean, it's a lot bullying, to be honest. There's some angry, angry, angry people that push out their internal feelings on others when they don't quote unquote comply to what they believe is right. And for me, I don't believe that anybody has to do what I do. I do what I do for my own reasons. And that's why you need to decide why are you doing it? At the same time, if you're doing it for ethical reasons and that is your passion and that is where you want to put all of your energy, good for you and stick to that. Remember that reason when you make your decisions. I am all for following your why and keeping that vision in mind. But for us, our why is health. And when we have to keep health in mind, we also need to balance other things. Now, on the other end, I wanted to talk about, um, I started exploring the whole anti-diet movement around the same time a couple years ago when I realized that I felt, you know, like I needed to find a middle ground um, for, you know, to keep our why of health in mind. And I saw this anti-diet movement. I was like, you know, this is a lot of what I believe in. I, those of you that don't know, have a background in special education and uh, general education as well. Um, I have a master's degree in education focusing um, on language acquisition and reading acquisition and and the building blocks it takes to teach a child or, you know, an adult or whatever to read. And part of my experience in the special education world, I was a special education teacher for almost eight years. And part of that training is about labels and about how you treat the child, not the label. And I fully, fully believe this. And that is part of why I don't believe in labels when it comes to food. I do have to label my food on paper because of SEO purposes. Um, people search with labels. And so you have to have it in there um, if you want to be found. And I do want to be found because I want to help show people how amazing plants can be. Um, but I, when I talk I don't like to label my food. And when I meet with clients, I don't like to label the food. I like to just say it's just good food. So part of this anti-diet culture is talking about how, you know, breaking through the diets. And and I know people will say it's a, li- it's a lifestyle, not a diet. For sure. My life is also a lifestyle. I choose the middle ground. I choose balance as a lifestyle. Um, but when you put constraints on something and you tell somebody they have to do it this way, or you can't do it at all, that's not a lifestyle. That's a diet. That's something you may not want to hear, but it's the truth. And I was kind of liking this whole anti-diet thing because I, you know, believe in it. Um, We, I call our food just food. I don't say this is your vegan dinner to my family. I say, today we're having our roasted um, charred cauliflower with a side of potatoes and my homemade black beans. I don't say, here's your vegan meal, just like a lot of people, um, or I don't say this is a meal, your, here's your meal full of plants. I mean, we talk about, you know, as a family, sometimes we talk about, you know, healthy food and eating and what each type of food is giving us because I want my boys to know that, you know, they need a balanced plate. I believe in fat. I believe in carbs. I believe in protein. I believe in it all. Um, but when you serve like, you know, a burger versus a veggie burger, you don't say, here's your meat burger. Um, here's your cow burger, like whatever. So I just, I'm not big on labels. So as I started getting into this anti-diet culture, I realized that there's also extremes there too. And I slowly began to realize that in this online world, we are full of extremes. We are full of them, whether it's Whole30 or Paleo or Keto or or anti-diet culture, vegan or whatever. There's extremes in every single place. 
And it's up to you to choose and to break through the fact that you can eat a certain way if you feel good or if it, if it follows your why and not be extreme about it. You can be anti-diet, but not be extreme about it. You know, I, I've seen things in the anti-diet culture, which I understand where they're coming from because I think they're, I think that whole, um, area was more developed for people that have like true, um, eating issues, true, um, disorders. And if you do, please get yourself some help, um, medical help, not somebody you found online, please, for the love of God, please. (laughs) Um, and I get it. I get that there's words that are triggering. Um, I get all that, but however, I don't feel like telling the world that you can't use certain words anymore because the diet culture has taken them away um, is fair. I mean, I've seen that, you know, people say you can't use the word healthy anymore. I mean, I'm sorry I'm using the word healthy because I believe, and if you're following me, you'll know that I've said this over and over. Healthy means healthy body, healthy mind. It doesn't mean that healthy does not include a certain type of food. Okay. Yes, I create plant-based recipes because I want people to fill their plate with plants. Not necessarily all the time, but plants are good for us. They make us feel good inside. You know what else makes me feel good sometimes? Eating a bowl of ice cream with a fresh baked chocolate chip cookie. Whether that ice cream, I personally can't eat cow dairy because my body um, does not like it as I've grown older. <laughs> um, I'm, I've That's a whole nother episode on my um, early menopause and how my body's changed. But I feel that you need to allow yourself to eat things that your mind also craves, that bring you comfort. Sometimes I want good old fried fries, like the real kind. I love oven baked fries, but sometimes I want the grease and I eat it. You know, when my kids aren't feeling well and they say, mama, I just want a bowl of mac and cheese. I'm opening that craft box and I'm making them that mac and cheese. We need to learn that sometimes we need to feed our soul and sometimes we need to feed our body. And that is the place where you avoid extremes and you're finding your happy medium. And all of our happy mediums are different. So I hope that this gave you some info and some, um, I guess, um, appreciation for this middle ground. And whether you are team black and white or team gray, I hope that... um, it can help you open your mind a little bit to see that we don't all have to be team black and white in order to be quote unquote healthy. And it's okay to find your middle space and take pieces of each type of food, diet, whatever that make you feel good. Um, I really appreciate you guys so much. And I look forward to talking next episode with a mom who was actually able to change a lot of her life um, in that happy middle ground. Thank you guys, and we'll chat soon.